Geekish Cast, Episode 24, The Next-ish Generation. This is episode 24. Um, this week we're going to be talking a little bit about what's coming up in the Star Trek universe with the new movie Star Trek Beyond and a new television series announced by CBS for a year from now in January 2017. Today I am joined by John Hoagland. You there, John? Hello. How yep, are you? Hello. Hey, John. Hey, how long have you, uh, you're kind of a Star Trek guy. You want to give us a little bit of your background on Star Trek? Right, sure. Yeah, I started watching with Star Trek The Next Generation, then went back to the original series, watched all the movies, really enjoyed them. Uh, enjoyed Deep Space Nine and Voyager and even most of Enterprise. Great. And also with us today is Doug Stirk from Stirkwork.com. How you doing there, Doug? I'm doing good. How are you today? Doing well, thanks. You want to give us a little bit of your background on uh, Star Trek? I think, uh, I guess probably back in like 1971, I was watching when it was first in uh, reruns. Mm-hmm. When it was, uh, oh, what's the right word for that? Syndicated. Syndicated. That right? Yeah, when it first did that, and then followed the movies and everything up through them. But I never watched Enterprise. I never got into that one. Like nope. the pilot, the pilot lost me on that one. Well, I, I don't think you're alone in that because the numbers would kind <laughs> of bear that out. I don't think a lot of people watched it. And then, just so people know, I was born in the early '70s, my third birthday. My mom baked me a cake in the shape of the Enterprise, and all my toys. Oh, were wow! Like, oh yeah, and all my toys were Amigo figures that year. And just this year, or this previous year, my mom sent me a plate, a cup, and a napkin from that birthday. Awesome! Wow. Yeah, it was kind of cool. Um, so this is 2016 is the 50th anniversary of Star Trek. And, um, I don't know if people took it as a letdown or whatever, but there's no new TV series this year, but they did announce one for next year. So what do you guys think? They kind of missed the boat on that. I think the, uh, web only format might be shooting themselves in the foot. I'm, I, I don't know about you, but I tried to figure out how much that CBS, uh, dot com, whatever they're calling it, the on-demand CBS thing. I couldn't even figure out how much it was from their own website. It's about five bucks a month. Right. I, yeah. I found that later after I typed into Google, how much does this damn thing cost? Exactly. Um, and, it was uh, not easy to establish, and I'm almost wondering if they might raise the price to more like seven or eight, because right. the, rumor, the rumor is now they're pulling Star Trek off of uh, Hulu and uh, Netflix. Also, they'll have them on there. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, so that's the rumor that I've heard from two places now, uh, is that CBS, CBS is going to pull Star Trek off of the other um, over-the-internet over viewing uh, platforms. Well, you could always turn on uh, BBC America. It seems like Star Trek Next Generation is the only thing they ever show. Well, there's there's also Sherlock <laughs> and Doctor Who. Right, yeah. yeah. And Top Gun, but, or Top Gear. Oh, there is Top Gear. Yeah. I forget about that one. Um, what do you think, John? You think they missed the so, boat by not having a series this year? Um, I think so, yes. But maybe they tried to announce it this year and they weren't quite ready or 
I don't know. I mean, I'm a little surprised they're doing a TV series because it seems like they wanted to focus on the movies. Because what will the new series be about? Will it be about the crew of the Enterprise again or completely different? Well, if you were to... If you were to get what you wanted, what would you like to see? What would you like to see as a new TV series? Yeah, I'd probably want something set in the next generation time, because that uh, again, that was Next Generation, Deep Space Nine, and Voyager, all set in that time period, because that way you could use all the existing ships and sets and models. Well, even though they don't have them anymore, but you could also bring in some guest stars as well. And I think a weekly TV series lets the crew and the cast explore their characters a lot better than a two-hour movie. Oh, I would definitely agree with you there. I, I would say that's part of the reason that the new movies haven't really resonated with the fans is because we haven't had as much time to get to know these characters. Um, Doug, if you what if you had your dream Star Trek TV series, what would you like to see? You know, I, as you asked that to John, I thought, well, I'd want to see a, a new Star Trek series that takes place as far away from Next Generation as Next Generation was oh. to the original. But until John said you could bring in the old cast members, I was like, oh, that would be nice, though. Yeah, that so would be cool. I, that, that, you, know, I, I, you know, Jonathan Frakes needs something to do, I'm sure. Well, he's, he's, <laughs> but, busy, he's busy directing, and he's got, a oh, good, yeah. he's got a good-looking wife. I'm sure his hands are full. But still, I, I you know, I would like to see a show that jumps another, you know, couple generations beyond that, and maybe they're doing more extra, you know, galactical exploration rather than inside just their galaxy. And, you know, something, something, something even further out than we've ever thought yeah. of. If, if, if I were to get my druthers with it, and I'm sure you guys remember this, if you watched, you know, Star Trek The Next Generation, there was almost a moratorium on talking about Star Trek. It was like, there's no you, Vulcans... Right. Yeah, we're not. That was for what the first two or three seasons. Uh, I'd say the first, yeah, maybe three or four even. Um, But it was very much. We're not going to talk about the old series. We're not, even though they'll go and remake the same episode. Right. Yeah. And a couple little, you know, nods and winks in the in the pilot in the first episode. But oh, sure. Well, you notice that they didn't even call McCoy McCoy. They just called him Admiral. Yeah, the old Admiral. Yeah. But they did have a couple episodes with Klingons. They had several with Klingons, but they were the new Klingons. The new, right. And they kind of let next... I mean, yeah, there were no... was in every episode. Well, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to have to have a special episode where I just talk badly about Klingons. Maybe I'll just lock myself in my closet and do that one alone. <laughs> um, but yeah, so they made Next Generation stand on its own before they let it kind of fall into the rest of the Star Trek universe. And then, of course, like John was saying, there were two more series in that same time period. We've got, I mean, what, 18 years in the Next Generation time period pretty much dedicated to tape, and we can see it all. So I, what I would like to see is, like Doug was saying, take it away. Go, go 300 years in the future. Or, you know, 100 years. That way you could age up one or two of the characters and bring them in. It's been 30 years since Next Generation premiered. So, also, if I can just mm-hmm. mention, um, sure. there's a documentary on Netflix called Chaos on the Bridge, written and directed by William Shatner about the making of Star Trek The Next Generation. I have seen and it, and I love you it. You have, okay. Yeah, I thought it was very good also. Yeah, what it, and you like that one so, as well? 
Yes, I mean, it gets into a lot of the behind the scenes of how the series got started and what they had to do to get it up and running. Oh, yeah, it kind of makes so you... It kind of recommend makes, that. Yeah, it yes. kind of makes you marvel at the fact that it ever happened at all, really. Right. Yeah. Um, Doug, did you see that one? No, I know which one you're talking about. It's in my queue. I haven't watched it yet. Okay. <laughs> well, just like you gave me Plastic Galaxy, allow us to give you that one. Check okay. it out. It's definitely worth watching. Um, but anyway, so how yeah. about Star Trek Beyond? Oh, you know, I wanted to say one more thing about the TV series before we got to that. And the one thing I'm hoping that we don't get with Star Trek is a dark, gritty reboot. Because every time I hear those words about any property, I feel like just throat punching whoever they come out of. <laughs> Did you guys even see that DC Comics is doing a dark and gritty Scooby-Doo post-apocalypse comic book now? Really? Oh, wow. This thing looks like shit on toast. It is, uh, I just, every time I hear like, oh, we're going to do a dark and gritty Superman, I go, you realize Superman is not dark and gritty. Right, right? yeah. Yeah. And, oh, we're going to do a dark and gritty Star Trek. Okay, you realize Star Trek is bright and shiny and not dark and gritty. They're they're very different feels. Right. That's what And why do they think that will appeal to people? I haven't, because of Battlestar Galactica. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They, oh, everybody wants Battlestar Galactica. Well, everybody did, and it fell apart, and nobody's really rewatching it these days. Mm-hmm. That was a product of its time. Um, now, now that I got my spleen all vented there, <laughs> we'll uh, go ahead. So, yeah, so Star Trek Beyond is coming out um, just in the next few months. Here, anybody excited about that? How do you? No. How do you? No. The <laughs> trailer did not excite me. No. Well, let me ask you guys this: Are either one of you fans of the reboot universe? Yes. No. no. So, so John's a no and Doug is a yes. I, I like the first one a lot. Okay. The second one I did not care for. All right. And John? No, not at all. Just I flat mean, no. I, right. I watched the first one in the theaters and was okay. Well, actually, no, I saw both of them in the theaters, and I thought the second one was the worst of the two. Mm-hmm. Because I just think they're, they were trying to recycle too many ideas and didn't quite get it right. But again, I think that comes from making two-hour movies instead of developing the characters over seasons of a TV show. Sure. And Doug, you said you liked the first one, but not the second. You want right. yeah, to give the, us a the retread of Wrath of Khan? Was just didn't need to be done. Yeah, you know what I think? I, like I was okay with it, and I've rewatched it a few times since it's been like on Netflix. I usually skip the very beginning. Go right to the the con scenes, and of course they they flummox that really bad. They lied to us for a year. Oh no, it's not con. Right. And then oh, my name is Con. And then everybody just kind of looks at him like, oh okay. If you watch Space Seed, he goes, you know, when they figure out he's Con, they're like somewhere between like, holy shit, Con's really cool, and holy shit, Con's a fucking monster. But they know mm-hmm. who he was. Right. And this one, everybody's like, oh, and I'm Jim. You know. <laughs> Right. Yeah. But now yeah. It, mm-hmm. it could have been better if they went with the John Harrison all along, and then at the very end, it's like, okay, that's John Harrison. If he's so bad, what will Khan be like? Yeah, and, and I and just left it at that. I kind of did a thing in my head where I said, you know how I can make this work? That guy wasn't really Khan. That was one of Khan's right. followers. That was one of Khan's followers who just told you know who just took Khan's identity. And that's how right. I just kind of went there. Now I'm okay with it. He pulled a Spartacus. Exactly. <laughs> I, 
I am Con Noonie and Sing. I am Con Noonie and Sing. But I'll tell you what, the one thing in that movie that just frosts me now when I watch it, and I, I had to go back and watch Wrath of Khan to figure out why. In Wrath of Khan, they're trapped on the Genesis planet, right? And Khan, you know, this is back in Wrath of Khan, they're trapped on the Genesis planet, and Khan's kind of hanging out in space, eavesdropping on their radio. Right. And then when Kirk talks to Khan, he does the famous, you know, Khan! Okay. Here's the thing. They weren't trapped on the planet. They were pulling, they were, they were tricking Khan. Right. And that was Kirk actually acting pissed, acting mm-hmm. frustrated. Then you get, um, and I don't want to badmouth the actor, the, uh, the new guy playing Spock. Um, what's the actor? Z- Zachary Quinto? Yeah, Zachary Quinto. I think he's a good actor, but he kind of whimpers the line Khan in Into Darkness when Kirk dies. And he just kind of whimpers it out in kind of a, you know, like, I am trying to scream, but it's not really happening. It doesn't mirror the same thing, because this is supposed to be Spock, who's super pissed, but they're trying to reflect on a scene where Kirk was acting frustrated and pissed. And I, that, to me, it was so tone deaf. That's what ruined it for me. Mm-hmm. That's a good take on that. Yeah, that's that was the one that just irritated me. Not only that, but, you know, since when did Vulcans become such a giant goddamn emotional mess? Right. Yeah. They just, like, the Vulcans... Oh, they Spock. Yeah. The Vulcans <laughs> in this universe have no self-control, apparently. Or the half-Vulcan in this universe. But, I think, and uh, maybe maybe we can talk about this for a minute, there's a new director, a new writer, and maybe they're going to go in a new direction. Because I hear they don't even talk about the previous two movies existing in this movie. You know, that's, that's what I want from a, a new Star Trek movie, is something new and fresh. But I what I don't want is I don't want it to feel like a glamorized two-hour episode of Star Trek. Mm-hmm. You know, I want something, a, a spectacle. You want big want... and dynamic. Right. Yeah. And, John, how about you? Well, yeah, I don't like the direction the new movie's going, because I think the trailer looked too much like Fast and Furious, mm-hmm. which it is, because it's the director. Justin Lin, who directed Fast and Furious. Um, And I'm also seeing uh, plot details or plot summaries. They're saying things like, the crew has been together on a mission for two years now, and they're starting to get on each other's nerves. Okay, do we want a Starfleet crew getting on each other's nerves and bickering with each other? That's pretty unprofessional. Right, exactly. Well, well, God knows that Spock and McCoy never bickered with each other. Well, yes, but they were at least professional about it. <laughs> it, it doesn't sound like this. the new movie will be professional. It's like people picking on each other rather than the banter. Yeah. Right. Reflect back to like the, the Martian. The Martian shows a NASA where they all work together. Even though they don't agree with each other, they work things out. They continue forward. There's no false drama. Why can't Star Trek do that? Yeah. Right. And Star Trek, I mean, typically in the past, that's what Star Trek has done. Um, right. I, now, I, I would say that the early episodes of Next Gen took the no-conflict thing too far, where they were just fucking boring because there was no interpersonal problem at all, ever. But, you know, maybe that's just my take on it. Um, so we're kind of, John, you're kind of a no. Are you going to go see Star Trek when it comes out? Probably not. No. Probably not. I'm and, not going to pay to see it. All right. How about you, Doug? Uh, depends on what more I see from it. You know, okay. I, I was discouraged, especially when Simon Pegg said, 
you know, said he didn't care for the new trailer. Oh, that's right. Yes. Yeah. And, and that's the, the trailer's not selling a movie to me at all. No, it really did nothing but for a, me. You know, a trailer doesn't necessarily show you how good a movie is or isn't anyway. Yep. Right, but that should be uh, the, coming from the marketing department you, at the studio so. to sell the movie, to get people interested. Right. Yeah, but it was also and, it was also edited for the Star Wars crowd. Oh, uh, that's true. Yeah. yeah. That's definitely who... I mean, well, that's where the, mo- the uh, trailer premiered was with Star Trek. Or Star Wars, sorry about that. Right. So, you know, you have to wonder, was it edited to appeal to that crowd, or is this really the best we're going to get out of it? Mm-hmm. Now, on the plus side, and guys, I think what we're going to do is we'll go ahead and run a little long, and if I have to split this one into two episodes, we'll do that, okay? 